and welcome to the Weekly Scroll Podcast brought to you by the Adventure Archive. My name is Ryan. And I'm 2D6 Goblins in a trench coat. You've used that one before, though. What do you... Yeah, I have it, up? and it's the perfect go-to. Just like Micah says, for any situation, uh, just 2D6 Goblins is perfect. Just go for it. Uh, there you so. go. <laughs> so uh, tonight, um, we just had a, a chat with Sophia Tinney of Kingdoms and Fever Dream Nexus. Please go check that out. Uh, definitely go support those projects. Um, uh, Fever Dream Nexus is part of Zemo 2023, Zine Quest, whatever Zine February business you're, uh, you're part of or supporting. Um, but I would definitely murder you first. But... Um, we're doing a Zemo thing tonight. Little, there we little, go. Quick little something, something. We're getting <laughs> that there. In, we're that getting engine there. sputtered a little bit before I totally yeah. shut up. Yeah. We, 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 we're, we, we got there. I don't know. I got to work in an hour and a half. Um, but we're getting there. So we're going to do a little Zemo preview. We're just going to talk about some of our some of the projects that have popped up that we both fell in love with. Um, and uh, and uh, just go through until we feel like stopping. And we, um, you know, there's a bunch of projects we're going to talk about with some other people throughout the month. And then we're probably going to do a recap towards the end of the month. Um, but, uh, this is our first kind of just like, Hey, here's some, here's our projects we love right now. Um, so yeah, so this is that I'm going to kick over to the screen right now and get started with, uh, with project one. Of, I'm going to say if I had to pick one, the project that I am absolutely the most excited for is oh, this yeah. right here. On, the, like, the 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 best uh solo game that i own probably un unquestionably yeah. um <laughs> this is the demon lords expansion for 12 years a yes. demonic force threatens the known world can you find all six sigils and bind the demon lord once and for all so so stoked we, so listen, beyond we, stoked We've talked to Max a bunch of times on the show. We've talked about 12 years. We've talked about playing 12 years, and maybe eventually we will. You guys can't see it on myself here, but I have some really amazing 12-year stuff here, some, like, one-of-ones. Um, if you know Max at all and any of the projects that they do, um, there's handcrafts just about everything. There's always hardbacks that are handcraft, individual zines that are one-of-one, -one. and there's always, like, um, each of the projects so far have... Um, for the most part, there's always a one of one tier. Oh, did you get the one of one tier this time? Oh, you fucking better believe I did. Oh my god. I'm You're like the just, worst person I know. <laughs> I hid in the bathroom at work and literally was just like refreshing on my phone. So the unique magic book of gold a box the box set is your that one backer. I'm the one. I am backer number That's one. So the one backer. I got, I got the one of so one amazing. of Fairyland. I'm I can't oh I'm so excited uh, I got the uh, did I get the one of I'm not sure if I got the one of one of Abyss of Hallucinations I might have got that one too anyway we love the fuck no out I Max. think you were I think you were late on that one you didn't get that one I believe I don't I know whatever I did get I got a unique version I don't know if I got the one of one version it was one of like the higher tiers obviously um, but I'll throw every dollar I have at Max and any of the projects they make yeah, they're amazing yeah, this game is totally. amazing yeah 12 <laughs> years is fantastic and a, a demon lord expansion is not just the lich king you're fighting now it's the demon lord so um moving uh forward on this first of all black and red i mean 
Beautiful. I mean, you typical me beautiful Max Moon project. You know, you're like, yeah. yep, this looks fucking amazing. <laughs> typical beautiful Max Moon. So on top of that, art from Justine Jones in this one. Nice. Like, just... Mm, Look at huh. this. Look how Her horrifying... Art. Listen, you see this thing in an alley, you're leaving. <laughs> it's stunning uh she did all the art for it's it's one of my favorite covers of all time i'm stalling because i'm blanking on what it's called but it's the diego Nogueira um um osc module it is uh halls of the blood king so nice. we know we've talked about that before it's got the very like purple pink blue vibe um it's got like the vampires and stuff her art's amazing I i'm pretty positive she does like magic the gathering art she did the cover she did a bunch of the art inside it's fucking gorgeous so um 12 years is a solo or more gmless role-playing game brought to you through crowdfunding basically um every 12 years the lich king um comes out and you have to adventure to try to um, uh, defeat him and um, have 12 more years of peace. And in this one, instead... Very Final um, Fantasy X, you know? Got to defeat oh, yeah, Sen. Yeah. So you get a 10 years peace before Sen comes back. Yep. And this one, instead, you are trying to uh, put away the Demon Lord. So you're not seeking a crown. Um, you're looking for the sigils to put it away. You find all six sigils. You perform the banishing ritual. Um, and if you are as strong as you are foolish, you attempt to slay the Demon Lord outright. So um, this has some new stuff. It's got two new archetypes, the Sorcerer and the Hunter. Yes. So um, a new dungeon type called the Hellmouth, new event encounters, new magics, new monsters, um, new friends to meet on the way, um, because that's what it's all about. Yeah, you know? I mean... It's not about the goal. It's the friends you make along the way. Exactly. Um, it is uh, obviously the new BBEG, and um, it's supposed to be 32 to 40 pages. There is, in standard Max fashion, there are multiple versions, multiple covers. There's the black and red. There's the red and black. Um, and uh, it's a standard Rizograph edition. is a red cover stock. Um, Rizograph printed on black. The Demonics Deluxe edition is a black cover stock printed on red. Um, there's a Hermetic Hardbound Edition, which is a hardbound hardcover with split binding, red spine, black cover, and screen printed, which um, I definitely still, I, I got to get one of those somehow. And then there is the one of one unique gold leafed edition, a single unique copy, hand bound with 24 karat gold leaf cover and gilt page edges. You fuck. <laughs> you better fucking believe I got that shit. I, I snagged so it up right away. I'm not shocked that you got that. So when you so the magic loot the cover looks absolutely amazing. It's got the red the red like edge, but then it's black and red on the front. The ornate loot with like the the black and red twelve years box set. There's a Cthulhuans tape, much like with Fairyland. There's actually a tape that comes with it, and then the gilt the gold gilt one. And I don't know if you saw. I mean, obviously you backed this. I don't know if you saw that. There's a um, an add on for a hardcover deluxe edition of twelve years. So I snagged that shit up because we do have. I, have show a hard, this I already have a hardcover uh, 12 years. So yeah, I have, yeah, a, well, I have a weekly scroll edition. <laughs> we do have a black and gold weekly scroll two of two edition that Max made for us. Um, handmade, hand bound, absolutely stunning. 
Um, but that's an option here too. So I definitely got like, you know, I got the gold gilt one. I definitely added in the regular hardcover one and I got to figure out how I can also get the, um, the hardcover of the demon expansion too, but it will be mine. And also the campaign <laughs> journals are, are fantastic. I mean, it's just, it's just a great project. You know, we love, yeah. we love Max. Max is a, a super awesome person. Uh, the art from Justine Jones looks amazing. Um, illustrations from Andy Weber, who did a bunch of stuff on, um, of his evolutionations too. This is, you know, project we're probably going to talk about the most. We'll cruise through some of the other ones, but this one is just, but this one, I mean, like it, I personally like Max so much. If I yeah. lived closer to them, I'd be like, dude, we should hang out sometime. All the time. You're awesome. All the time. But also, like, yep. outside of that, the stuff that they make is so good. I mean, both from a gameplay perspective, 12 years is fun. Um, it's a fun dungeon crawl. It's a cool way to just, like, hang out in the afternoon and, like, you know, get a coffee and play 12 years. And then like the quality of the book that they put out is just, I mean, my, my hard cover copy of 12 years is my favorite thing. Like it's on my bookshelf, like display. Um, mm -hmm. Cause it's so cool. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Like, first of all, as you said, the game is good, but the amount of just, love that max puts into the stuff that he makes by hand like uh just so much of it i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna actually let's uh just so let's turn off some background blur and i'm actually just going to to let's see if i can actually tilt this up enough that people can see it above me but um oh i see it i can see it peeking out oh you can see you can see a little peakage little peakage here no i'm not gonna mess with my camera that much um but uh <laughs> Uh, cause it's going to take forever to put it back, but the, this, it's just, it's just gorgeous. It's, 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 it's perfect. Everything that they do is amazing. Um, and, uh, the fact that we got those two of two hardbacks with literally says the weekly scroll edition inside is, is just so cool. I, I, yeah. as a day, as a designer, Max is one of my favorite of all time. And as a totally. person, Max is I one of my favorite people of all time. I honestly think that I, and Max and I kind of talked about this whenever you, Max and I were talking last, I, I really think when their schedule calms down a little bit, I'm going to see if I can commission them to make a pocket edition of uh, maybe even like the Demon Lord edition. Um, yeah. Just like a little so I can carry because I, I so I have that doesn't matter. I have a note tablet. that It makes it really easy to play 12 years uh, as I travel around. But it'd be cool to have a pocket edition because like the hardcover yeah. weekly scroll and I almost never do, I don't want to take it out because it's so yeah. beautiful and perfect. And it's got the distressed yeah. pages. Ugh. Ugh. It's so good. Um, but yeah. Definitely, I I've definitely already reached out and talked to Max about a, a pocket edition. So maybe if they they maybe if they ever get signed between all their amazing projects, they can make us both. Uh, like <laughs> they links, do right? so much. Like yeah, whenever the schedule frees. <laughs> yeah, whenever when they stop dropping absolute fucking fire. So anyway, um, this project is 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 it's funded it, but it's not funded enough. It's got 17 days to go. If you haven't backed it, go fucking back it. Get the original 12 years. You're not gonna be disappointed. Um, it is a uh, it's a solo or solo with a friend who is also kind of solo right. game, but it's adventuring. It's not journaling. It's so it's just so good. It's, it's dungeon. So good. It's a dungeon hex crawl. So it's not like a solo yeah. journaling game. You are dungeon crawling, hex crawling like you would in any other like OSR game. And there are procedural rules that cover every single circumstance that you could possibly roll. It's such a well crafted experience. If you have not played it. 
fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you've not yeah. played it, no. you should pick it up. Uh, MaxMoonGames.com, I believe, right? Yep. Yep. It's, yeah, and it's almost always on Exalted, too. Go back to yeah. Kickstarter, you know? Yeah. Back to Kickstarter, get the hardback, you know, give give Max money and get an awesome game for it. So, uh, so yeah. So that is the 12 Years Demon Lord expansion for Max Moon. You definitely 100% have to go back that. Yeah, you um, have to. If you're listening to this, you're now contractually obligated um, to yep. go back this project. So uh, or we're not friends anymore. Yep, not a single one of you. So Demon Lords expansion for 12 years on Kickstarter. That's what you got to find for it. So um, the next one, um, this is a project that you've talked about a bunch. So why don't you talk about Lordsworn? Lordsworn. Damn, I just clicked out of it too. Um, so... Lord's One is a GMless TTRPG uh, about a band of uh, religious soldiers um, heading back home um, after uh, a, a war of gods that they lose. <laughs> um, yeah, so I moved the wrong window over. I'm so sorry, y'all. I swear I'm a professional the rest of the time. There we go. Yeah, so this is a uh, one to four uh, player GMless. Um, TTRPG, where you take on the role of three Lord Sworn soldiers um, who swore themselves to a now dead god um, in an apocalyptic battle between all of the gods. Um, with a god dead and the world kind of turned upside down, um, a handful of survivors are making their trek home. It's a Caltrops core uh, base game, right? So it's a D Force, um, you know, the coolest die size, if I do say. Um, Balder, no one asked your opinion. Um, definitely the most painful (laughs) what's up the best the best thing i listen i really enjoy couch of courts it's a really cool like you know light system i regardless of how cool it is the best thing about it is that it's called couch of core like i love that it's just like no i would never argue against that yeah 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 yeah. that was like that naming convention i'm like oh you're a genius because that sounds fucking sick that's so smart Um, yeah also, like, good imagery, you know? Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. so you play the story of returning home. You you craft a backstory. Um, you play the journey. Um, or I guess you – sorry. You craft a backstory. You create your company because you you play as three characters. Each one person is three um, characters. Um, you play the journey home, and then you write the epilogue. Um, and you're rolling these die um, – you're rolling these dice for events that happen and it's like a hidden roll. So you get to assign one um, die to you and the other two to other um, characters. And uh, yeah, it just looks really interesting. I really just like the whole, like, yeah, your God, your God is dead. And now you get to Mm -hmm. journey home after losing your war. Tell the story of your journey home. Like that's a heavy journey, right? That that seems like rife with potential for a really good story. And man, I fuck with a really good story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, um, Caltrop Core is a super light system. I feel like anything that uses it is really intent on having the system get out of the way of the game, you know? Yeah. Um, and I love that. I want to tell a story sometimes. But yeah, um, this is by uh, Marin's Musings, which I am not the most familiar with, but is. Um, Marin's musings.itch.io. That's M A R R E N S M U S I N G S.itch.io. If you want to check out their other stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really stoked to get this and, and play through it. And um, yeah, there's, I, I uh, solo games kind of go back and forth for me, but this one mm-hmm. definitely seems like the kind of solo game where I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely want, would like to go through this. Like, this sounds cool. No. 
You know what's also the best thing about this project when we talk about Kickstarter? Oh, it's Canadian? It's Canadian! We love the Canadian dollar. Yep, it's, it's, we love that. Ours is generally slightly worth a little bit more. But, you know, it's always uh, made up for in shipping, so at least it always kind of at least evens out. <laughs> so, yeah. So that is Lord Sworn. Um, we have a couple projects. We have a, actually a bunch of projects that aren't on Kickstarter that uh, we want to talk about. Um, this is the next one. Um, one of the other ones that uh, that I'm very excited for. So we were talking about doing like a top three, and I think both of us had Fever Dream Nexus in our top three. So right. um, if you uh, if you want to hear about Fever Dream Nexus, please listen to the the previous episode with Sophia. Um, we talked about it at length. Um, but, uh, the other one that for both of us was like always going to be right at the top, um, what is this one right here? It is sweet revenge from one of our favorite creators, Adam Vass. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's a, it's an Adam Vass project. So, you know, we're going to be about it. It's, it's a, it is, it is what it is. We love Adam. They're <laughs> fantastic person. Um, so this is called a sweet revenge. So three cheers for sweet revenge. It's a role-playing game zine by Adam Vass where you crawl through the circles of hell, demolishing any sorry soul in your way to face down the devil. Just it like looks, real life. Yeah, well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks <laughs> amazing. And much like a lot of their projects, you know, maybe because they're in a fucking awesome band, um, they, there is a, uh, a music theme to this, or at least a... Um, a uh, an inspiration. It's Three Cheers to Street Revenge is uh, My Chemical Romance. It is. Um, obviously, for for you kids out there that maybe didn't get to grow up with MCR. Um, but I don't think they've actually how... ever stopped being popular. So I think... Uh, yeah. I think... Uh, well, I mean, yeah. everything post-Black Parade. But anyway, um, so... How beautiful is that cover? Great. Right? Like, Super good cover. If you're listening in podcast land, I highly recommend you go check out all of the art for these projects because it looks absolutely amazing. Um, but it's it's I mean, there is like a crown of thorns, all of the the little the little swoopy dupes on the writing, like everything about this cover screams that this is a game that I want more than anything. Yeah. You know I mean, like this is a hardcore like my vibe game, like black, white, red. You know, I actually very reminiscent vibe of, of Kingdoms from Sophia as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but right on the cover, it says, I'm just the worst kind of guy to argue with what you might find. And for the last night, I lie. Could I lie with you? So very heavy, um, um, obviously, MCR Wait, hold vibes. On. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's MCR. I mean, that's a lyric from, yeah. from the thing. Um, so uh, go to hell. The best place to actually get this, and I love that Adam always puts um, – badass website titles with their drops but it's literally go to hell.io will take you right here um and this project's a little bit different because they're uh self-funding it through their website which is a uh, worldchampgames.io um so uh it's a little bit different we'll get to that in just a second but um uh go to hell you may be dead but you're not quite done living journey downward through spirals and circles of hell laying waste any demonic beast is tangent away use the method you died to inform your inventory and abilities on your violent quest um you give in to your darkest quality your sins are your stats Seven of the deadliest, each with unique abilities that you can leverage to enact your will. The more corrupted your soul gets by the forces of hell, the stronger you become. 
This easy yet unique system combines familiar aspects of games like Down We Go and Bullet. Obviously, we just did a Down We Go um, creator cut, so we know we how pretty straightforward and streamlined that system is. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I really like that system a lot. It was so good. It was really, really good. I definitely will be playing that. Um, face off against a trove of fallen angels, giants, infernal beasts, and more on your way to confront the devil and demand your final wish be answered. Uh, if you don't succumb to your darkest traits along the way. So, uh, as we said, this funding is a little bit different. Um, it's going to be by units sold will, um, determine uh stretch goals so at 100 units the project is funded at 300 um there will be a second uh an additional hell circle and at 500 there'll be an embroidered patch so i would love that embroidered patch so um definitely you? since yeah <laughs> since this is definitely since this isn't on kickstarter or crowdfunder or whatever um this is going to be a lot of like direct traffic linked directly to it there's not going to be a whole lot of like um like algorithm pushing things this way. So if you are listening to this and you back this project, you definitely need to share this project with other people. Um, so uh, you can bring sweet revenge to life um, by joining the effort. Um, it's by units sold, not dollar amount raised um, because uh, when you back the project, you can back at multiple tiers. Um, there is the $15 standard um, there is, oh, I see the drop down what stream doesn't. That's interesting. Um, a $20 support tier and a $10 discounted tier. A lot of things on world champ are, um, that way where you can buy it standard or you, there's like a discounted or support tier for if you have the money or if you don't have the money, um, which is a great thing that Adam does. Um, but, uh, uh you definitely should go back this um it looks like it's almost completely written uh the game design is already underway and nearly print ready as soon as february ends and the campaign is over um they're going to count how many zines to make and any additional content that needs to be written and is expected to be in your hands by april so pretty quick turnaround on the fulfillment which is fantastic and everything yeah, Adam it does really is, is you know top 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 notch so um you should definitely back this project and you should definitely tell like a bunch of other people to back this project. It looks really, really dope. Um, and I would love to see it get um, as much love as it deserves, which honestly, it looks fucking amazing. So um, that is Sweet Revenge from Adam Vass. Woo! Woo! Um, there is a game you've already talked about that is already funded but we definitely want to bring it up since we are um talking about games that we love and that is uh the new the bloom adventure from um goblin archives and josh Amansky of liminal horror hell yeah so um not going to talk too much about this because we did go in depth about the bloom itself on a previous episode so you definitely want to go check out that um episode it's our liminal horror episode uh i think maybe two or three ago um and you'll get uh more chat about that um i believe they were also on daiku games to do a games pitch um so you definitely want to go check that out it is funded right now it's itch funding um and is doing pretty well on itch funding which is really great to see that itch is getting a little bit better um about that funding um yeah but they had a $1,200 goal for $1,900 raised. And this was just to get a digital edition out with art and everything like that. And a print run will happen later. Um, but obviously this is going to happen. Super excited for that. Um, they were also on the Lost Bay. Obviously right here on stream you see that. And Lost Bay, Eco is definitely one of the homies. So you want to go check out that episode as well. Great, great podcast. Yep. 
and um, but that is um, that's from Goblin Archives and uh, Josh Demansky doing the Bloom. Uh, great people had him on the show and chat with them. Um, super super cool people. And Liminal Horror uh, is awesome. It was a great one to go through. So highly recommend go checking out the Bloom. Um, so you can get the digital prior to it being um, print released. Um, what else we got going on here? Oh, another project that we got to talk to the creators a little bit about. Um, and now that it's funding and it's a, 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 a quick two week project is low res futures. Yeah. Yeah. This is with uh, Max Lander and Aaron King, Aaron motherfucking King. Um, great episode. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah. You can't not say it. Listen, no matter how much you talk, no matter how much they talk about bad branding, um, I think it's great branding. Um, so low res futures. The one of the coolest things about this is it is a flip book. I'm not sure exactly what it's called. I think it's got a French name for it. But basically, one half the book is one game and one half the book is the other game. So um, it is Millenarian Cyber Witchcraft Augmented Reality Death Games from 1990X. Um, and this ties back to Adam as well, because this is all based on Cyber Metal 2012. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. fantastic. So the project isn't quite to its funding goal yet, so we definitely want to push this and get and, and get it out there. Um, but it looks absolutely amazing. Um, it combines two games. The first one is called Hand Baskets. Um, it is a one-shot friendly, two to five player um, GM'd game. It's digitally enhanced Cyber Witch Demon Summoning Battle Royale game from Max, um, Maxwell Lander. Um, players try to maximize their reputation take out the competition and stay alive, but death isn't the end. Those who fall are re-sleeved into strange and entertaining new bodies to continue the entertainment. Sound, I mean, sounds fucking, yeah, sounds sick. Sounds absolutely so, sick. So they fucking like, sick. But they have some cool, um, they have like some cool augmented reality um, stuff oh, going yeah. on with the, the book in PDF. Uh, will be accompanied by an app. Um, that will reveal cheat codes, commentaries, and secrets. I just think that's cool. I also just like that it's a flip book. I like that it's a two-sided book. Um, Dude, yeah, it's it's super unique project, especially with the AR. You know, like yeah. so good. Yeah, I do have a mix. I really am interested in what comes out. I I really like um Himbos, um yeah by Maxwell Lander. Very cool. Um, and then yeah. Aaron King. Obviously, we just. You know, we just we just Patrick World and Patrick yeah. Worlds is really cool. Um, and we had yeah. a great time talking to him. So yeah. well, and then their game as part of this, um, since hand baskets is Max's, is uh is in a mirror brightly. Oh which yeah. I I love then it just flows out of you. It just like that's really good. And um and to get an explanation of why it is called In a Mirror Brightly, you should definitely check out the episode. Um, but it is a game of millenarian magical rebellion. Um, you wake up from the drudgery of everyday life in 1990X and fight for the best future you can imagine. Inspired by the Invisibles, the Matrix, and Mage, the Awakening, players will fight the power with tech, hex, and sex. Mm. Um, and uh, you can click <laughs> on the link here. Yeah, there are uh, character creation rules that are already listed. Um, but uh, so the format of the project backers can get separate PDFs of each game, or they can get a physical copy printed. It's called Tet Tet Besh. Um, it's got like a little upside down V situation on the E's, which I'm sure means something, um, but it doesn't mean anything to me. Um, 
so uh, I believe that is, yeah, it's when they are flipped in the middle, which is such a fucking cool, cool. Yeah, I can only imagine that's a, that's a pain in the butt to print, but so cool. Um, and the text is, is, is pretty much wrapped. The book will be 48 to 64 pages. As we talked about the AR and it looks super fucking cool. Yeah. I um, like that they're adding an AR app. It's just like, Oh, cause it's the future. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> it is a future. So it, it had a pretty short funding window of only two weeks and it's just a little bit past halfway. So this is definitely a project that, um, looks amazing, but could definitely use some love to get it over the, um, over the hump and get it funded by the end. So uh, you should definitely go back it. Um, and if you back the PDF, bump up and get that heart back. Uh, yeah. yeah, come on, like you know, like um, me. because the yeah the tiers are uh, digital only. Um, a soft cover edition and a hardcover edition. Um, if add-ons were allowed, I wanted to get the hardcover and the paperback, um, but they were not. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so I was only able to get the hardcover. I'll have to get the softcover later. Um, but this is definitely a project that, uh, that we love that looks fucking awesome by creators that are also fucking awesome. So low res futures is a project you definitely want to check out on Kickstarter, um, from Aaron King and Max Lander. So looks dope. Go get it. Ooh. Um, what else? We're kind of cruising here. We're doing a good job. Um, Perfect. So a butterfly dies. Oh yeah, this is one absolutely, absolutely have to talk about. So this is a Primal Quest zine inspired by Mexican myth and the Mexican muralist movement. So Primal Quest, Diego Nogueira's game of stone and sorcery, fucking awesome. We had Diego Very on. Cool. I think I so Christian Sorel um, of yeah, Castle no, I was, was actually even on, on that episode. <laughs> you weren't on that episode, um, but uh, Christian Sorel was on because when we did, uh, I went to the EFCon. Um, over the summer for um, Exalted Funerals, like Funeral Camp. Um, and I got to do a play test with Diego of Primal Quest, and Christian Sorrell was there. And Christian Sorrell is a fucking awesome. So since you weren't able to make it, uh, Christian came on and we did a, a deep dive into Primal Quest. Super fucking cool game. Really excited for it. And um, this project, though, is put out by Marco Serrano, also known as Spicy Tuna RPG. Spicy Tuna. Yeah, yeah. Gr- great fucking guy. Does awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, primarily has been um, uh, part of the mothership community. So this is, as far as I know, one of their first projects to branch out into um, uh, non mothership, um, and it is Primal Quest. And this looks fucking awesome. Yeah, after like honestly, after constant downpour, and I'm stoked for the remaster, and after Knights of Lazarus, I'm like, oh yeah, if Marco put something up, I'm gonna back it. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. We've, like we've definitely got to that point down. with some people. Yeah, definitely got to that point. They're definitely on the list of like, I don't even need to read it. I've acted already. I'll go back. Yeah, I like that. Saw the, I remember them talking to us about it previously. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is that. And I just backed it. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really even go through the page all that deeply. I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, doesn't matter. We got it. Um, well, now there's a patch. I'm good. Sick. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so this is project. So the land is blessed. The Oymel forest of Michoacan is at the peak of a 52 year long hus winged cycle. Um, tribes thrive as a colossal monarch soars across the land, rejuvenating the ecosystem. The cycle resets in four days. The fire giant will ignite the great husked winged monarch, setting fire to the skies and raising the land. The chaos is followed by decade-long food shortages and struggles. Tradition promises the burning butterfly miracle is essential for the sustainability of Michoacan. 
the suffering is a small price to reap the benefits of the peak years. So basically, you get 52 years of awesome, and then everything goes to absolute shit for a decade. Right. That's rough. I mean, so, um, is it? Think of our world now. Wouldn't you trade 10 bad years for 52 years of prosperous life? I'm, I said it's rough. Not. I just said it's a thing. So, you yeah. know, it's actually interesting. There's a lot of theories about... Um, uh, Obviously, the fires are getting worse because global change, you know, global climate change and stuff like that, because it exists, you dumb fucks. That's not real. Um, That's the liberal media getting you to try to become vegan. Yeah. (laughs) I'm already vegan. But um, but, uh, that fires are really rejuvenative for the forest and stuff like that because it can burn away old growth and allow more things to prosper anyway. But anyway, so in a butterfly dies, players are nomads traveling through the OML forest. Will you ally with the smolder cult and fulfill the burning butterfly miracle? Or will they help those who want want to break their tradition and allow the great husk-winged monarch to survive. So it's inspired by Mexican myth. The artwork is heavily inspired by Jose Clemente Orozco's mural Man of Fire and the wider Mexican muralist movement and is compatible with the Promo Quest TTRPG from Diego Noguera. Um, the patch looks dope. It's a moth on a background with some uh, Mexican motifs. It's a, it's a Michoacan map compass rose. Um, which is what um, the patch is, um, but cool. it's also you know part of the game as well. Um, and what do you get inside the zine? It is a hex crawl placed in the forested and volcanic mountainside of prehistoric and mix and mythical Michoacan Mexico, um, developed for Primal Quest. So um, you get a hex crawl, you get thirty random encounters, nine full pages of art, intertribal factions, a colossal ancient ritual, world progression, thirteen NPCs a dungeon dive into a volcanic mountain and a dungeon delve inside an alien structure. You know you had to throw something a little I mean, bit mothershipy in there. That's very Primal Quest too, though, is that Primal Quest has this, like, the potential for you finding some weird future tech type shit, even though it's yeah. a, uh, yeah. you know, stone and yeah. sorcery. I love future past is what I call it, and I yeah. don't know what else to call it. It probably has a better name, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, something like even like Gene Wolfe, like um, with like Book the New Sun it, there. It's like this weird. It feels very medieval. But then suddenly you're like, oh, that's definitely future tech, you know, so it, it, it's it's a cool it's a cool vibe. Um, but anyway, yeah, so this I'm is a, a great project. Yeah, I, I, I very much like the genre as well. I, I, I like um, it just in general, like kind of anachronistic stuff, like when mm-hmm. you're adventuring yep. and then you just come across some like alien future tech or weird shit um i like not being able to tell exactly what time period it actually is um yeah, i completely agree yeah it's very cool um fun fact uh the wheel of time is also a great example of a um i guess it's post-apocalyptic but it does take place in the future uh somewhere yeah, so. yeah. yeah. i'm uh yeah. i'm a fan i'm a fan well i started young as a fan and then had to finish it i wish uh Robert Jordan, first of all, hadn't died before the last book, and second, had any concept of how to write female characters. But, but yeah, uh, yeah. I wish my greatest wish is that he uh, knew how to write female characters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I would have finished that series if he had a freaking wheel of time characters. tattoo. Like, <laughs> but uh, it really sucks that they literally bring it down to men are dumb, women are nags, and like that's a, that's and the that's, entire that's the interpersonal. Whole, it, that's it really a, is. We're on a tangent, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, on top of uh, the zine and everything, if you go for the whole bundle, um, you get uh, the – listen, I'm butchering this stuff, and I apologize. The Kokozoka, um, I yeah, Kokoshoka, Kokoshoka micro-setting pamphlet. 
um, to make, uh, yeah. So um, it expands beyond the OML forest uh, to explore the Mexican wetlands and includes two micro dungeons cool. with unique encounters. So, um, and Fuck there yeah. is an art this. only That's zone too. Sick. Like, yeah. I feel like, um, you know, Eco said something about this a while ago, kind of around this is like, people putting their own like backgrounds and experiences and culture like on their game and like you could talk about the time like trying to strip some of that away so you could put your own stuff on it it's kind of the opposite i'm super stoked to see like i don't fucking know anything about this mythology um yeah. and like this will be a really cool i i love mythology so this will be a really cool deep dive into like another cultures like mythos you know yeah i'm super super excited for this i mean again we talked about anything marco does we back yeah but that's because we know that marco's only gonna drop fucking fire so yeah you know this is definitely um uh one you want to back a butterfly dies and it's also cool to see primal quest getting more more content too. yeah totally i'm 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 looking forward to more primal quest stuff i have it and i like it i haven't played it yet um but you know i think maybe this will be the first thing i run with my group of primal quest because they're interested in playing it for sure yeah yeah absolutely um we got uh a couple more we're going to talk about here and then uh, some previews for the future um but uh one of the ones that uh we want to talk about is actually on crowdfunder on crowdfunder which is <laughs> a a different crowdfunding platform and i gotta be honest i really like it like i yeah. do the, i'm gonna look the, deep, deep into it so yeah the layout it's pretty it's pretty clean like it reminds me a little bit of like the the backer kit crowdfunding um um layout um mm. it's definitely not kickstarter we all all we've heard is a game found is not great for ttrpgs um i would highly recommend um at, at least from what we've heard staying away from that but everything i've heard from people that have put projects on crowdfunder which is c-r-o-w-d-f-n-d-r it's basically crowdfunder minus e at the end um has been good and there's a lot more uh navigation resources i found where like you know if you hit zine quest button on uh, on um kickstarter you're gonna find every fucking zine quest project ever not just like the most recent shit not great navigation tools this one actually will if it's in like a bundle of stuff will take you directly to all of them and projects can be linked together so there was a pin project i was looking at where it was 20 different projects but all 20 were linked into one giant like um pool that hmm. if the total projects each reach certain levels would give more to all of the projects. So it was a really neat cool. way to do that. So this project is called Project Echo. It is a solo time travel game. It is on a crowdfunder. Um, this is from Elliot Davis. Um, it says time marches on. Well, at least it used to. So you work for the mysterious organization known only as the agency tasked with tracking a time consuming entity throughout an entire year. Project Echo is a game of time travel and cosmic horror. It's a solo journaling game with a twist. Time travel across the pages of a planner, writing it and making up the dates based on prompts as you go, ultimately creating an artifact of your travels through time. You will discover the anomalies signifying the decay of time, evidence of the entity's destruction and influence and pieces of yourself you had forgotten existed. And don't forget your coin. One flip may be the last line of defense between you and the fracturing of time itself. And in the end, will you destroy the entity? Or do, and do you dare question the agency? Can you find yourself? So with the project, you get the zine itself. And then there is a planner as well. Um, if you go oh. with the print version, there is a bundle. Um, 
So, uh, and, and it's pretty reasonable. So the zine itself plus a planner plus a PDF is only $45. Print and PDF is um, $20 if you just want the zine um, without the planner. And then the PDF by itself is only 10 bucks, which is a pretty, pretty, pretty um, decent uh, pricing for this style of project. Um, so gameplay wise, as you journey through time, you discover and make use of seven different devices which are modes of time travel represented by unique mechanics. So there's dice, playing cards, tarot cards, coins, um, all sorts of stuff. So it's a really interesting, unique take on um, uh, solo games. Um, I do just going down to the end for the inspiration wise. So there's the portal at Hill House. There's Thousand Year Old Vampire, which we've talked about a bunch. Um, Anamnesis by Samantha Lee, which is a great tarot-based game. Rune from Spencer Campbell. You know, we love us on Spencer Campbell. We Mine do. from Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland. The Wretched by Chris Bissett, which honestly, if you make a solo journaling game, you've probably been influenced by The Wretched. Um, and Tether by um, Adam Buffoni, which is a really interesting game. Um, I don't... I mean, I have it. I don't... I think I sent... Did I send you a copy of that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just got to say, dope fulfillment partners, writing Contati and Peregrine Coast Press. Um, for any of you out there who uh, are looking for game like stores, writing Contati is definitely one of those. Like they're Canadian, which means they're a little bit like there's that that the books they're are cheaper USD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the books are are a little bit less expensive based on the USD. If you're like us, no geo fucking centric fucks. Um, plus, you know, the a little bit extra shipping. So it. Um, uh, even Zalba Radding Contati is a, a fantastic fucking store. Um, you should definitely go check them out. Really cool that they're part of the fulfillment process. But the game looks really neat. You know, we we we've talked a little bit about our 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 love and not hate, but just like love and and not as much love with solo journaling games. Yeah. Just in the fact that you know, I I like I, I I'm not a I'm not a creative writer. Like I'm not. I had fun playing Thousand Year Old Vampire. I've I've had fun solo journaling on games when i was kind of really in the mood for it um, mm -hmm. but i have to be in the mood for it and, and frankly i'm not much of a creative writer either so i'm not often in the mood for it but like yeah. it's a really cool style of game you know yeah yeah we're basically too dumb for this kind of game i mean i'm gonna get this game um but uh it looks <laughs> <laughs> i'm too dumb i'm getting it though <laughs> It looks it it just looks really cool. It's a really fucking awesome project. And a lot of solo games have like a unique mechanic. You know what I mean? Like the Wretched really brought in, you know, the the Jenga Tower, you know, enemies yeah. and games like that are tarot based. I really love that there's a a lot, there's seven different devices in the gameplay that um can take you back and forth through time. Um, and I, I feel like there's going to be a really cool way that that's going to like mess with you in like yeah. the way that you can imagine like messing with time would mess with you. So it looks like a, a really, really fantastic project. I am super excited for it, um, at least to get it and read it. Uh, and again, you know, this if I'm gonna do a solo role playing game, this is the kind of game that I want to do. Something that yeah, really totally. is going to be a unique, interesting experience that I can go Damn, this was fun, especially with good prompts, which is which is what I think my dumb brain needs a lot more with with games like this. So um, it looks dope. It's got 14 days left. It's definitely funded. It had a 2.5K goal. It's got 3.5K. Um, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't continue to back it. But that is Project Echo on Crowdfunder, Project ECCO. You definitely want to check that one out. Um, 
two more here. Um, we got Candle 3 from Fantasy Audio Magazine. Uh, Ring the Bell, the original OSR adventure gaming tape zine, is back for round three, flexing all new PC classes, magic items, music, and more. So I backed this um, for Candle 2. I got the full bundle above me. I got the Candle tapes. And actually, sitting here right next to me um, is a lot of the uh, the rest of um, the... the, the um, the stuff from Candle 2, which is really fucking cool. It's an awesome project. I like that they continue to make it, and I like that each of it comes with the tape. It's a really cool that the OSR scene has really pushed out like cassette tapes um, as a thing, um, and I like that you get stuff in the tape. You know what I mean? Like the the um, the inserts. There's always cool stuff in that, and the art that you can do on just a little. Um, on a tape, it's it's a cool, interesting addition. It's a it's a cool piece of media to add on to projects. So it's it definitely went hand in hand with these kind of OSR NSR scene, um, in a, in a good way to bring something extra to the table. So this is the third installment of the original adventure gaming tape scene. Um, so this year they proudly and uh, proudly welcome all who seek adventure championship. Um, and above all else, glory to participate in the revelry and majesty of the Festival of Champions. So there's a whole um, uh, piece of art here, which is like a, a pamphlet, like salutations, citizens. It's like it's like a, what am I trying to say here? What, what is it? It's like a piece of parchment with like an invitation on it. Um, flyer. But yeah, flyer. Sure. Like a like a like an old school flyer, like there's an invitational. Flyer. So, yeah, there's a poster yeah. flyer kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So you received a, a royal invitation to the festival grounds of the queen, her righteousness, Lady Submunda, to join in the merriment and debauchery of the great festival of champions. Bonfires, feasts, songs, dancing, magic, solutions, fireworks, a strange drunken musings of boastful old warriors. And of course, the bottomless supply of Bacchus Lake wine. All of this and more to anyone and everyone, but especially to heroes whose very names are household legends. So um, it's actually a festival ground, comes with a park map and everything. Um, and you get to kind of fuck around in this championship <laughs> um, from uh, from Fantasy Auto Magazine and Descender. Um, so uh, there's certainly not a secret underground sewer crawl. No, certainly not one of those complete with rival factions of goblin carnies and guard patrols so Perfect. this one's a little Amazing. bit yeah. honestly that alone is just that's the i'm, I'm there I'm, I'm sold yeah i really need so that it's, too. Uh, yeah so it's 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 for it's written for ose there's some art from hodag rpg which is absolutely fantastic love their art style definitely got a nice osr style so it's 60 pages of uh uh 60 page zine of play ready osr content and features perfect bound a5 um it's full color um it's got a park map um it's got a bookmark character sheet i did back a previous project they had where they put out bookmark character sheets right um so those are pretty cool um there are some cool Great classes idea. like the grappler yeah yeah um the peddler um and then um uh, some interesting content here the bird bath helm birds that drink the water from the cell will comply with three requests so long as it would not result in their death and you can speak and understand birds. So um, it's just a cool zine of some really interesting content. Um, this one themed around this championship of heroes and whatnot. So uh, it's, as I said, I backed the previous ones. They were definitely worth it. I highly recommend backing this one. The tape looks awesome. Um, and uh, 
there's even like a lineup of of uh of um artists and stuff to go with it so it's it's just a cool project um i'm excited to get it you can get the previous um tapes and zines uh from um descender and from fantasy audio magazine and i highly recommend grabbing those too but this is um this is candle three you get it cool it's cool stuff um, oh yeah and last but not least yeah the last one we're going to talk about so beyond the gaping maw um delve into the body of a dying god to discover what ails it it's a mini setting and adventure for mark borg so we don't talk about mark borg as much on the podcast anymore just because there's so goddamn much of it there's um, so much of it <laughs> and honestly like i've seen enough like but um but i do really like this project um it is oh you know what the other one that we really wanted to talk about i do want to talk about that one so we'll bring it up um uh beyond the gaping mall is an adventure module a mini setting guide where you delve into the body of a dying god to discover what ails it um written for everyone's favorite doom metal fantasy Merkborg. so uh, it's got art from Johan Noor and from Strega Wolf Vandenberg um, and Dead People, but they uh, recently uh, completed the Lycoma. Yeah. Um, but this one looks really cool. One of the things I really like about this, not only does it have Johan Noor's awesome art in it, right. but look at look at this page with the teeth that and stuff. It's a great it. page. Yeah. But uh, the other thing, too, that I really enjoy about this project, and one of the knocks that we have about a lot of Merkborg content is if you read the Merkborg book, there's a lot of cool stylized pages, but most of it is fucking readable. Not every fucking page has to be completely stylized out of its fucking ass. And when you look at this project, a lot of the pages aren't. A lot of pages have are leaning more to the readable side of Merkborg. So when you look at the spreads here with the teeth, it's it's white text on a black it's black text on a white background. When you go to the next one, there's an art page here, and then it's black text on a white background. So I really like that it looks like it's kind of like diving more into the readable side of Merkborg right. instead of the over over stylized. Gives more of that Chris Icorn kind of variant on on Merkborg projects. Um, but this one looks pretty dope. Um, it's as I said, uh, diving into the body of a dead god. Uh, the project itself. Um, uh, if you read the adventure, there is plaque from the teeth of a dead god necessary to maintain a community. And then the PCs need to descend into a crater, reach its center, summon a god, and delve to figure out why the plaque from this dead god's teeth has stopped, like, being a thing. So, <laughs> like, that's fucking cool. Like, I, I really, I really love... Like the concept of using not even a parts of a god, but literally like the gross stuff that grows on parts of a god, and yeah. you get to delve inside a god itself to to um to look at that. Um, so um, uh, that is the um beyond the gaping maw for uh for Merkborg. um. Looks neat. There's one other one that I wanted to talk about, and it completely skipped my mind. And now I'm completely blanking. You sent me the link to it um, earlier, and let me I um, find link? that one. You, we both talked about it. Oh yes, here it is. Oh, yes. So I did oh, want yeah, to talk this about this, one. and yeah, then we're yeah, gonna yeah, wrap yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. This one's cool. So this is called Amu on Eldritch Extermination. So we got a bunch of projects in the bodies of dead gods. Is is what this is like the third one we're talking about today. So this is a playfully macabre system-neutral adventure inside the infested corpse of an eldritch god. 
Um, Love that. And this is from, yeah, Dire Quest. So, uh, really cool. Again, you're going inside the body of a god. Um, it, it, I think it called itself... Is it Grimsical? What did it... What did it... Grim, Grim Whimsy? I can't remember the name that they use. Maybe as I read it, we'll go through it. Um, but... Um, you, My nickname uh, is Grim Whimsy. Yeah, is it? That's a good nickname. I'm not going to lie. It's a great... <laughs> <laughs> so this is a system-neutral adventure. Um, having lured you into its maw, Amu asks for help exterminating a vile infestation that has taken over its rotting heart. Should you succeed, a safe exit and eldritch loot is yours. Uh, the reluctant or unsuccessful, however, are reduced to primordial ooze. So it's system neutral. Um, you can play it in one to two sessions. Uh, it takes four to five hours total. Um, I'll do that in two. It's fully illustrated. Um, and uh, the adventure itself um, has you uh, stumbling inside the rotting behemoth of this god. Big so, fan of the art. Yeah, the art is fucking fantastic. I love this, like, again, this whimsy, dark punk, like, really yeah. neat stuff. So it's got multiple adventure paths. There's a corpse, the maw, the gullet, and the hearts. All different paths that you can take along the way. Um, and uh, you can find mutants in the swarm, like rot flies and grots and maggots. Um, in the book, there's an adventure. There's locations. There's interesting mechanics. There's monsters and the eldritch loot at the end. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so the physical zine's only $20 or the deluxe version is 30. You know, I went deluxe on this. I went deluxe too, man. I'm just like, it's 30 bucks for all the deluxe stuff. Yeah. I'll get the fucking deluxe, yeah. man. But you get a, a digital PDF, you get uh paper tokens, you get <sighs> adventure trackers, you get all the digital stretch goals, you get a physical copy signed and illustrated on the inside of the cover, um, by the creator. You know, we, you know, we love us some signed stuff when it's signed and, um, and having a doodle on the inside of the cover and all for 30 bucks, absolutely fucking worth it. Super excited it. for this project. Yeah. So that was one I definitely um, did not want to forget about. This is one that as soon as I saw the art style, I was like, you fucking got me. And as soon as I heard like the Grimsy Dark Wind, whatever they, they went with, it's it's it looks so fucking cool. So absolutely. Amu and Eldritch Extermination. And that's that's pretty much our project, uh, our project recap, at least for now, of um of what we wanted to talk about. So a couple other projects we are that made our list, but we're not going to talk about right now because we're going to talk about them um, later. Um, first, we have coming up um, Sunday, actually, a, a quick preview of what we got coming Sunday, up. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm so glad you did that. That's how exactly where my brain went, and you're amazing. Um, <laughs> we're going to be talking Tangled Blessings. <clears throat> Ooh. Uh, we're going to be talking Tangled Blessings with Cassie Mothwin. Very excited to talk to her. Yeah, um, absolutely. Super cool, award-winning designer. Um, does a lot of, like, solo game content. Um, Tangled Blessings is, like, a dark academia setting, which looks really, really neat. Um, the bundle for it looks cool. We're not going to get too much into it, but very excited to talk to Cassie. Um, I watch her stream a bunch. She's just a, a genuinely, like, a cool, like nice genuine person with some really cool ideas for game design um so really excited to see her on sunday gosh i gotta bring up the calendar to see all the other people we're talking to this month i know um, we've got a lot going got a big month ahead for the weekly scroll dude, you know we really do i realized i think i sent you this message i'm streaming i think six out of yeah, the next eight days you're on some whole other shit right now so you know we'll see where it goes but uh one of the other projects too which it definitely made like absolutely love but we're not going to talk about because we're going to talk about it uh next week is the electrum dude um, i'm so fucking stoked the electrum archive issue two i'm super duper stoked 
I'm a huge yeah. fan of the setting of Orin. And then I, I mean, even when it came out, I thought the idea of, uh, I think it's Titanport is the name of the city, but it's on the original map in the, in issue one. I was like, Oh, it looks pretty yeah. cool. Cause he got the fucking statue and shit. So yeah, I'm fucking, I'm about this one. This is a fucking yeah. Hunter approved one, you know? Yeah. Hardcore. I mean, first of all, Emil Bowman, like Durf, I yeah. can't, I can't describe just how much I love Durf because it's one of those things where it's like, it's, 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 it's I, I'm not saying it's like a, it's not a, it's a dragon game kind of in the sense that there's like a medieval ish kind of vibe to it, swords right. and shit, whatever. But the way that combat works in it is so simple and smart, but different. Like the provisions are, are, um, I think they call it supply. Like Durf is such a fucking amazing <laughs> game. So we've already gone yeah. over Durf. Um, and then and we'll now we're again. actually, yeah, <laughs> but we're actually going to get a chance to have Emil Bowman on the show next Friday. Um, it's going to be 8 a.m. Pacific. Very fucking excited for that. Um, and afterwards we're going to flip through the, uh, Electrum Archive issue one, but we're going to talk all things Electrum Archive two. Excited to have Emil on the show. After that, we are going to have, um, uh, we're talking about the bastardized classics with John David of Sig, uh, Civid Sanctum and Manoramp. Matt, I hope I say that all right. Um, with Matt Morris, Matt and um John are dropping some absolute fucking fire for bastards from Mike Anderson. It's so cool. I'm really stoked. It's a bunch of like refreshes of like classic adventures, and yep. I'm I'm fucking stoked for it. And the art uh, looks great. The styles are the, the covers are great, and and yeah, the 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 so they're doing. Basically, uh, a Vault of Doom, which is like a like a like a two I think it's a is it two Horrors kind of redo. I think it's two Horrors, yeah. Yeah. So they're turning it into a funnel adventure. So they're doing basically a funnel adventure, an adventure, um, uh, a, like a, a hex crawl. They're doing basically every style of thing that you can get. They're doing with fucking bastards. Like, and bastards is uh, you know we love Micah. We're gonna be running more Micah. I mean, we got betray. We got another episode of Betrayal Swamp planned for Monday with Micah coming on and running that stuff again. Um, so uh, we're definitely and excited I, for them. I run so. a bastards group. You know, like I, I like I play bastards regularly. So yeah, this this is listen. This is great for me. The bastardized uh, classics. When they announced, it, I was like, oh yeah. So. Did you see Vault of Doom dropped already? Yeah, well, I have it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so that's another one we're having on the show is is John and Matt. Super excited for that. Um, I have a bunch of stuff from Matt. Haven't really got to talk to them. I mean, they were super yeah. um, into um, Mouse Ritter for a long time, which we should definitely yeah. go over at some point. So they have a lot of great content from Mouse Ritter, um, and now jumped on Bastards, which is really cool to see. Um, and not only them, but I mean, it's encouraging other people to do more bastard stuff, you know, between John and Matt perplexing ruins, put out some bastard stuff. There's just more content coming out and it's really great. Um, and then to, uh, wrap out the end of the month, we're going to be talking to, um, uh, the homeboy Astro Lich. Woo! Woo. Right, okay, there we go. There's the move. Um, and uh, Tyler Lindsay uh, for um, a wrap up of of Merkborg. Um, it is a farewell to arms redux. Um, it's basically World War Merkborg. 
um the project's already blown the fuck up obviously because it looks amazing but um it is it is a it is a it is a merc board in all merc boards probably here on the show um and uh really excited to have them back on the show though though um Asterlich is definitely um good friend good friend of the show uh, has some great content out for Merkborg and Cyborg, so excited to 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 get them on and chat about that and chat about honestly because it's going to be towards the end of the project at that point to really have yeah. kind of like a like a wrap up of the right. project or for retrospectives, that. you know. Oh yeah, I mean because it's it it looks absolutely amazing. There's a, obviously a bunch of Johan art in it. It's fantastic. So that's what that's what we got coming up. So we got Cassie Mothwin coming up this Sunday. We got Emil Bova next Friday. The following Sunday after that, John Davis and Matt Morris. And the Sunday after that, we're talking Astro Legend Tyler Lindsay. So a jam packed bunch of stuff. Potentially another um a, a Zemo wrap up. Or maybe like a, a, a another Zemo Zemo thing towards the end of the month again. We'll see. But that is it. That is our Zemo 2023 preview. Top whatever you know favorite projects for right now. Um, and more stuff's uh, going to come out that we don't even know about yet. So yep, a lot of stuff drops mid month, which is which is interesting. So we'll see what happens yeah. with that. But that's it. That's us. So we are the Weekly Scroll. Uh, you can find us at d.weekly.scroll on Instagram. Uh, you can find us weekly underscore scroll on Twitter. That's where you can find most of our stuff um, and the Adventure Archive on YouTube. Um, you got to yeah, figure out. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. And also, you know, if you want to keep up with Zemo and you're not sure where, you can just go to zemonth.com. Um, yeah, they yeah, regularly yeah. update what is available in part and like part of Zemo. And it's a cool website to just scroll through. You can find a bunch of cool uh, supplements and games that you don't even know exist. Yeah. You know, we didn't, we didn't really get too deep into Zemo, but um, you know, we, the, when we had Tony descend on the show, uh, one of our last episodes, we did talk about Zemo because they have kind of come on board. Um, they, they do a lot of great videos and stuff like that to teach people a lot of the stuff they need about like actually getting a game to, like print into the table. So you definitely want to go check out that episode with Tony and go check out plus one EXP for a lot of Zemo content with Charlie Ferguson Avery. Um, and to, if you are a creator putting out games, a lot of great episodes over there to, to check out, um, to, to help you if not with this month, but with the next month, but that's us. That's our show. Go check us out on our socials. I just said, and, um, uh, and that's it. We'll see you later. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.